0: Welcome to the Bethel Free Baptist Church Weekly Sermons. This is the morning service of Sunday the 24th of November 2013, entitled, Surrendering Our Will to God. And the Bible reading is taken from Leviticus chapter 19, verses 1 to 19. Here's Brother Gareth Green. Uh, my sermon today is titled, uh, Surrendering Your Will to God. Um, it kind of seems like a bit of a strange title, but... It'll make sense by the end of it, I hope. Um, <laughs> yeah, just gonna start again with a quick word of prayer. Um, Father God, we pray that you'd um, uh, speak to our hearts today, Lord, and that you'd uh guide us as we read into your word, Lord. I pray that um, you'll bring your, your scriptures uh, to life in our hearts and uh, you'd use it to um, uh, yeah, just grow us in uh, in our understanding of you and uh, in our, be- our obedience to your word, Lord, in Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, so uh, Yeah, um, we're in the book of uh, Leviticus today. Um, uh, The book of Leviticus was written to the children of Israel. Um, It's penned by Moses, and it carries on chronologically from the book of Exodus. Um, At the end of Exodus, we find Tabernacle of God being completed, uh, and uh, Leviticus starts with um, God speaking to uh, Moses, uh, or children of Israel through Moses from the uh, from the tabernacle. Um, the word Leviticus shows us that uh, the book was to do with uh, the Levites um, and it's uh, kind of instructions for them on um, how the priesthood should perform sacrifices and things like that. Um, Leviticus is something that many Christians struggle to read. Um, however, by looking into God's law, um, we understand more of who God is. Uh, and since that's the reason we're here this morning, it seems like <laughs> Uh, a good passage for us to be, to, to be in um yeah, so uh if you um a non-christian can look into this from the outside it kind of looks like um you know a load of uh, thou shalt nots um and uh, a load of uh, animals being slaughtered um but actually what is being displayed here is how a gracious and pure and holy god um, made a plan for selfish disobedient people to draw near to him um, this isn't to say that God said, do this and I will love you. Um, God showed us his, his love towards, uh, towards them and towards us um, uh, by firstly uh, making this way to approach him. Um, these laws were, were used to, to set God's people apart from the rest of the world uh, and to show their faith in God. Of course, these uh, sacrifices came not pay for the sins. They were only used to cover um, these sins uh, until Christ came uh, to earth as a man and accomplish the work of uh, uh, the full redemptive work of salvation on the cross. Um, you may have heard people say, um, "I don't like the Old Testament gods; I prefer um, New Testament Jesus. He's much nicer." Um, but just because we have uh, the privilege of living um, after the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, um, doesn't mean that we serve a different God. Um, Some about the image of in the mind of you know, the Father was. Um, The mean one, and Jesus was um, the nice one, and the Holy Spirit is somewhere in the middle, keeping the peace. Um, But this is a heresy. Um, God's attributes are not separate from each other. Um, His righteousness and his mercy, holiness, love, power, and grace are undividable. Um, uh, We serve a monotheistic, triune God, uh, one God in three persons as we see in 1 John 5-7, which i are going to read to you now, um, which says, uh, For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. These three are one. Um, so, yeah, so this in God is the same now as he was in the Old Testament, an eternity past, and eternity to come. Uh, that means that in the Old Testament laws, uh, which we find God's holiness and righteousness, uh, we will also find god's compassion and forgiveness uh, so let's get into our text this morning uh, which is leviticus chapter 19. this is 1 to 19. Uh, i invite you just to stand to honor god's word uh, <coughs> leviticus 19 uh, verses 1 to 19. and the lord spake unto moses saying speak Unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, and say unto them, Ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Ye shall fear every man, his mother, and his father, and keep my Sabbaths. I am the Lord your God. Turn ye not unto idols, nor make to yourselves molten gods. I am the Lord your God. And if ye offer a sacrifice of peace, uh, of peace offerings unto the Lord, ye shall offer it at your own will. It shall be eaten the same day ye offer it, and on the morrow and and if aught remain until the third day, it shall be burnt in the fire, and if it be eaten at all on the third day, it is abominable, it shall not be accepted, therefore, every one that eateth eat, that, that eateth it shall bear his iniquity because he hath profaned the hallowed thing of the Lord and that soul shall be cut off from among his people. And when you reap the harvest of your hand, of your land, uh, thou shalt not wholly reap the corners of thy field, neither shalt thou gather the gleanings of thy harvest. And thou shalt not glean thy vineyard, neither shalt thou gather every grape of thy vineyard. Uh, Thou shalt leave them for the poor and stranger. I am the Lord your God. Ye shall not steal, neither deal falsely, neither lie one to another. And ye shall not swear by my name falsely, neither shalt thou profane the name of thy God, I am the Lord. Thou shalt not defraud thy neighbour, neither rob him. The wages of him that is hired shall not abide with thee all night until the morning. Thou shalt not curse the deaf, nor put a stumbling block before the, before the blind, but shall fear thy God, I am the Lord ye shall do no unrighteousness in judgment. Thou shalt not respect the person of the poor, nor honour the person of the mighty, but in righteousness shalt thou judge thy neighbour. <laughs> thou shalt not go up and down as a talebearer bearer among thy people, neither shalt thou stand against the blood of thy neighbour, I am the Lord. Thou shalt not haste thy brother in thine heart, thou shalt in any wise rebuke thy neighbour, and not suffer sin upon him. Thou shalt not avenge, avenge, nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people, but thou shalt love thy neighbour as thyself, I am the Lord. Ye shall keep my statutes, thou shalt not let thy cattle gender with a diverse kind, thou shalt not sow thy field with mingled seed, neither shall a garment mingled of linen and woolen come upon me. Thank you. Um, it seems that the purpose of these commandments is found uh, back in verse 2 of our passage. Uh, the reason for these commandments is for the benefit of the children of Israel. Uh, so they might reflect uh, God's glory. Uh, verse 2 also tells us this is the message. Um, this is a message for all of God's people. Uh, in chapter 19, the words, I am the Lord and I am the Lord your God, uh, are repeated 16 times in total. Uh, This gives us a glimpse into one of the main themes of the book. Um, This book is to remind the Israelites that they are God's people. God does not give us a specific reason for each commandment, um, but simply one reason that gives us, um, but simply one reason for every commandment. Um, Obey these things because I am the Lord your God. Obey me because of who I am, even if you don't understand it. Um, A large portion of uh, verses 9 to 18 uh, are commandments about caring for others and the personal conduct of the Israelites. Um, They were seen as a people uh, that treat others fairly, um, to look after the poor and not to lie or rob. Um, Unbelievers would uh, see these things and know that um, they were different, they were counter-cultural, they were radical. Um, But the main verse of focus today is verse 19. Um, it talks about some various types of mixing, uh, mixed breeding, mixed seeds, uh, and mixed fabrics. Um, I've never met anyone that says uh, their life verse is in Leviticus 19. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> it doesn't seem to have any uh, excessive amount of spiritual application to New Testament believers. Um, so does this law really point us to Christ, as Galatians 3.24 says it does? Um, let's read uh, Psalm 19 Psalm 19 verses 7 to 10 it says the law of the Lord is perfect converting the soul the testimony of the Lord is sure making wise the simple statutes of the Lord are right rejoicing the heart the commandment of the Lord is pure enlightening the eyes the fear of the Lord is clean enduring forever the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired uh, are they than gold, yea, they than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb." So this law, in fact, the whole book of Leviticus and the whole Bible um, is given to us to meditate upon. Um, it is more beneficial for us, uh, our spiritual health, um, to meditate on priests cutting animals into little pieces. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, burning them and sprinkling their blood um, than it is to be thinking about the Great British Bake off or the Queen, or the Teletubbies. Um, those things will pass away, but the law, God's word, uh, will not pass away, as Jesus tells us in Matthew uh, 24, verse 35. Um, I have not found anything to suggest that there was a specific punishment for, uh, for this action. Uh, Similarly, where it's mentioned again also in Deuteronomy 22, verse 9 to 11, uh, there doesn't seem to be a specific punishment associated with not keeping keeping this command, Uh, but the sacrifice needed for this sin um, would have been the general sacrifice of atonement. Um, There are a number of speculations about this uh, this command, uh, about why it may have been given. Possibly uh, Leviticus 13, verse 52 to 55, uh, reveals to us that um, keeping the fabric the same throughout the garment um, may have helped the priests identify changing colours and size of contaminations. Um, leprosy may have been uh, may have behaved differently in the two fabrics, uh, and therefore, if um, uh, therefore, it's possible that using mingled fabrics in the clothing um, would have made their job harder. Um, Another speculation is that uh, that we see in the Vickers 14.8. Um, there's a lot of wash, washing of self and garments uh, involved in these, um, w- when people come into contact with infections. Um, and so, uh, yeah, there's a lot of washing of the garment. And if the fabrics were mixed, it's possible that um, one would dry faster than the other, and the fabrics would um, become damaged and, um, Yeah, it's possible that the consequences for not obeying this command punishment themselves, Um, you lose your clothes. Um, Another possible reason is found in Leviticus 18 verse three. Um, God wanted his people to be separate from the Egyptians uh, and the Canaanites. Um, In the book, Think Christianly. uh, Gordon Fee and Douglas Stewart suggest um, these and other prohibitions were designed to forbid the Israelites to engage in fertility cult practices of the Canaanites. The Canaanites believed in sympathetic magic, the idea that symbolic actions can influence the gods and nature. Mixing animal breeds, seeds, and materials was thought to marry them uh, so as magically to produce offspring. Uh, This is agricultural bounty in the future. Um, So yeah, so Leviticus 19, uh, verse 4 tells that we should not turn to idols. Uh, the mixing of fabrics uh, could have been an action of turning to idols to fulfill their needs and not God. Excuse me. Do you have any water? <laughs> Maybe not. Never mind. I'll, I'll be all right. <laughs> um, uh, whatever other reasons there could have been for these commands. Um, uh, yeah. So, whatever other reasons there could have been for these commands, um, it's clear that the main and most important reason um, is again found in verse two, <coughs> which says, "Be holy, for I am holy." Um, Christ died on the cross for the sins of those who repent and put their trust in Him. Uh, did Christ really die on the cross? Um, partially because um, people mixed wool and linen fabrics. Um, yes. In fact. Uh, because it's been commanded in two separate occasions, um, both in Leviticus 19 and in uh, Deuteronomy 22. Thank you. Um, it's safe to say that this was a recurring sin in the lives of some of God's people, and therefore Jesus did die to take the wrath of God for these sins. It seems to be uh, a specific command for a specific age and context. The temptations of and practices uh, may change, but the overall message uh, is the same, and God does not want us to bow to any other strange gods um, or practices. If we want to be God's people, uh, we need to, to not worship other gods. Uh, we need to be set apart from the, from the world. Uh, the world needs to see something different in us. Uh, if someone looked at your life, um, would they see a good example of a Christian life? Um, As the preacher said at our anniversary service, if it became illegal to be a Christian tomorrow, uh, would the police find enough evidence to convict you? Uh, Could the same thing happen to us today as it did to God's people back then? Um, Could we be caught up in a cultural practice or um, activities um, because we want to uh, follow a more convenient God? Um, Perhaps there's something that uh, you're finding uh, more pleasure and comfort in um, than you are in God. Um, would you be willing to give that up, uh, give up that pleasure or that activity or that object, um, if God was asking you to? Uh, maybe you don't want to give this thing up because uh, no one has given you a good reason to do so. Um, but uh, we see that um, Leviticus repeat, repeats to us throughout this chapter, the Lord is our God. And we also to obey these things because the Lord is our God. Um, even if we don't understand the reasons fully. Uh, And now this morning, uh, we find ourselves in chapter 19, some 3,400, 3,500 years later. Um, So what relevance does the Viticus 19 have to us today uh, as Christians? Um, What relevance uh, does the law have? um, And what does this verse um, teach us about who God is? Uh, Malachi 3, verse 6. Tells us that God never changes. Um, He is the same yesterday today and forever (coughs) Uh, We sang songs of worship moments ago to uh, to the God of both righteousness and forgiveness Uh, Since we serve an unchanging God uh, it's safe to say that God has not changed (coughs) Uh, It's safe to say that God has not changed his mind about the law Uh, So why do we not follow the law now? because the law was and is a sign that points us to Christ. Let's read uh, Galatians 3, in verse 24. It says, uh, Wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith. So we've all broken the law. Um, we've all failed to live um, a life like that of Jesus Christ. We have all lied uh, and stolen uh, and worshipped other gods, instead of the true and living God. Let's think about who God is for a moment. Uh, God spoke creation into existence. God tells the atoms in your body uh, to stay together and they bow and say, yes, Lord. God tells the waves of the ocean to go up to a certain point and to go no further and they bow and say, yes, Lord. God told Saturn and Jupiter to move on a certain path around the sun Uh, And they bow and say, yes, Lord. And then God turns to you and he tells you, do not lie. And you say, no, me included. Uh, Christ has now removed the requirements of following the law in order to be close to God. It's only by grace through faith that we receive Jesus, have forgiveness of sins and have access to God. Uh, God hasn't told you uh, not to cover up money because He wants you to struggle financially. Uh, God hasn't told you to stop stealing your neighbor's internet uh, because He doesn't want you to use the internet in, in a sensible way. Um, God hasn't told you not to disobey your parents because they're always right. Um, God did not give you uh, this law to stop you from making colorful and interesting scarves like the one I've made here, my scarf that I made with mingled fabric. <laughs> I couldn't think of any other way to use that. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, God is not telling you to stop sinning because uh, he wants you to stop having fun. Um, God's, God's commands are to restrain sin, uh, to guide us and to set us apart from the world. The overall message to the Israelites was that they should not mix their religion and rituals with those of neighboring countries. Um, they were to be set apart and to be holy. Uh, today God is saying the same thing to us. He's telling us not to mix our faith in, in Jesus with other religions and practices. Be ye holy, for I am holy. Let's pray. Uh, Father God, we thank you that you've um you've come and you died on the cross and um that you have fulfilled the law. Thank you, Lord, that you've um, uh yeah, paid the price for us so that we can approach you, we can uh, come into the Holy of Holies and um, present our requests before you. Thank you Lord that we are seen as righteous in your sight if we have believed in, um, in Jesus Christ and repented of our sins Lord. Thank you Lord for bringing us out of the world, um, thank you for bringing us into this place and I pray that uh, when we go out this week Lord that people would see the difference in us. I pray that you'd help us to um, surrender um, all those things to you that we need to surrender in order to um, uh, be set apart Lord. Uh, whatever it is that we need to um to do in order to um and to please you and to be to be holy we pray that you'd um, work that on our hearts lord and uh, bless us now as we um as we attempt to uh, uh live a holy life lord to pray that we could um well we know we could, that we can only do this through your power lord and we pray that your power would be uh, upon us in jesus name amen